The Ziggler Show, timeless inspiration from Zig Ziggler that's influenced over 250 million people worldwide, inspiring true performance in your work and life today. Show number 298, Desires versus Goals. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. Today, I am live with Tom Ziggler. We're going to play a 10-minute talk from Zig talking about goals, but then discuss why so many of us, why so many people in our culture today have desires, but don't actually make them goals. So first, on that note, speaking of desires and goals, Tom Ziegler, as you were showing me your uh, juice shake there a minute ago, and those of you watching the video, uh, maybe you'll get a shot of your fancy shake there, Tom. So, all right, we're talking goals. So you're in the midst of a personal goal and pursuit right now. Give us a story. All right, Kevin. It's, I sure enjoy uh, these podcasts, doing them live and everything. And for those of you watching, you can see my green juice. I'm actually on a 10-day juice diet where I'm only juicing for 10 days. And I'm happy to say that I'm on day five. So I'm excited. I'm just about halfway done. Uh, the amazing thing is I feel great. Uh, the second day was tough. I had a headache and a little bit of nausea, but after that, I've had as much or more energy than normal. My clarity of thought has been great, and uh, man, it's just amazing when you feel up when you wake up how good you feel when you do something like that. So here's the here's the goal. Here's the desire. The connection. I'm kind of a nerd, as a lot of people know, and I was uh, I get reports and everything on health and fitness and you know mental wellness and all the things that we've got to do to really be the best we can be. And uh, so whenever I see a report on Alzheimer's, it just kind of hits me. And that's because dad and his, you know, he was suffering from that at, at the end of his life. And that is just an incredibly difficult thing for anybody to go through. And there was a report that came out that they took 10 Alzheimer's patients and they put them on a special diet. And after going on this diet for three months, nine out of the 10 reversed their symptoms. First time this has really ever happened and uh, they, six of them were actually able to go back to work. The one who didn't reverse, they were pretty far along in their Alzheimer's. And, and basically the diet was real simple, Kevin. It was just nothing processed. It was, you know, no simple carbs. Uh, there was no gluten in the diet at all. And the meat they ate was either grass-fed beef or wild-caught fish. So no preservatives, once again, nothing processed. And so it's amazing to me that when we look at the way the way God made food, that's the way we're supposed to eat it. So I've committed in 2015 uh, to do that diet. So in 2015, I'm not going to eat anything processed. I'm not going to take any, uh, by choice anyway, I'm going to eat the meats that are that are good for me. I'm going to stay away from uh, uh, gluten, which is wheat primarily. And I'm just going to eat the food the way God made it. And somebody sent me a video link, and the video was to a documentary called, uh, I think it was called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead or something like that. It was about an Australian guy who comes, and he did the juice diet. And I'm like, well, I've done juicing before. I wonder if I can go 10 days. So the 10-day thing is just a kickstart. Uh, it's really kind of a mind over matter thing. It's just kind of getting my, my spirit right. I'm getting ready for 2015 and I'm going to be done on the 20th, which means I can enjoy some good Christmas food, although I won't be doing any processed food. So that's why I'm doing it. And, uh, I, when I saw what dad went through and I realized that we have a choice, you know, he didn't know the choices 
and a lot of us don't know the choices, but when we know we have a choice to make, if I can, you know, even cut down the percentage of getting a disease like that, you know, 10, 20% or whatever it is, even if it's small, it's worth it. Besides that, all the, all the side effects of a diet, you know, not having anything processed are things like, you know, you weigh the right amount, you have more energy, your health bills go down, you look better in your clothes, you're more confident. So all the side effects of a lifestyle like that are something that I really want. And I travel a lot. So it's going to take some preparation when I go on the road. And it's just, I'm probably going to be eating a lot of salads and fruits and vegetables and, you know, wild caught salmon whenever I can get it. So that's just kind of the way it is. That's what I'm doing. That's why I'm doing it. Well, uh, you know, you're barking up my tree. I'm with you on all that. I'm just hoping that in that realm of only food that God created, that eggnog fits in that since we are at Christmas <laughs> and that's my mainstay for Christmas. Okay. Well, I, I actually have some questions on uh, that, but I'm going to wait. We'll play the clip right here from, from Zig and, uh, and then revisit on what you're doing right now. I got a couple questions there. Well, in this clip that we're going to play, and for those of you who are with us live, you'll be uh, watching Tom and I sit here and listen as well for the next 10 minutes. But in this clip, Zig is literally talking to a live audience on a goals program. You're going to hear him reference specific materials that are found in the Ziegler Performance Planner and in his book, Over the Top. Uh, so I, I know many listening now and who will be listening to the podcast later have these materials. But if you don't, or if you want to give someone else a life-changing gift, you can go to the products page at Ziggler.com, or we have a brand new opportunity to join Tom at Ziggler.com forward slash goal summit 2015. Right, that's Ziggler.com forward slash Goal Summit 2015. Uh, there's a program there. There's a couple programs for the professional and just for the personal as well for making yours or your team's resolution stick this new year. Well, now we'll mention this again at the end of the show, but I just wanted to to give you an opportunity to get those products that you're going to hear Zig talk about if you don't have them already. So we'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a moment. Right now, though, Tom. We're going to listen to your dad. Here we go. How do you set those goals? Heard about a fella, his wife sent him down to the store to buy a ham. He came back with it a little bit later and she said, you didn't have the end cut off. He said, you didn't tell me to. She said, I thought you knew we always cut the end of the ham off. And he said, why? Legitimate question. She said, well, because my mama always cut the end of the ham off. He said, well, let's call mama and ask her, why did she cut the end of the ham off? They called mama and mama said, well, I cut the end of the ham off because my mama cut the end of the ham off. Father said, well, we're going to solve this three-generation mystery right now. Let's call grandma. They called grandma and said, grandma, why do you cut the end of the ham off? She said, I cut the end of the ham off because my roaster's too small. <laughs> Now, uh, Grandma had a reason. Do you have a reason? You see, a goals program will move you from survival, and some people who see this will be in a survival mode, to stability. Then it'll move you from stability to success and from success to significance. As you set your goals, a light goes on, in your future. Hey, I see something there. With a game plan for life, you become more confident and focused on what it is that you really want. 
But the fact is, you can't be everything to everybody. You can't do everything you want to do and have it all. Now, I know that sounds just a tad bit negative, but that is absolutely true. For example, in America today, there are over 50,000 ways to make a living. That's a bunch of ways to make a living. Now, if you do even one half of 1% of them, you'll starve to death. I think you would agree with that. You've got to focus on what it is that you really want to do because you'd fail at all 50,000 of them. You must keep the main thing the main thing. And what is the main thing? It's a balanced life. What does it mean to you if you made millions and destroyed your health? What would it mean if you climbed to the top of the ladder and uh, your family deserted you or they grew up uh, in a way that you don't like? See, the problem is all of your life, You've been told you can't set a goal to be happy. Let's talk about that just for a moment. Is that realistic? Now, let's take a look, if you will, at what it is that everybody wants. Well, everybody wants to be happy and healthy. They want to be prosperous, at least reasonably so. They want to be secure. They want to have friends, peace of mind, good family relationships, and hope for the future. They want to love and They want to be loved. Now, to get all of those things, you got to deal with all of life. Your personal life, your family life, and your career. you got to deal with the physical, the mental, the spiritual, and the financial. But let's look at that goal. Can you set a goal to be happy? Well, let me ask you some questions. How many of you believe that your health has any bearing at all on your happiness? Can I see your hands, please? All right. How many of you believe there's something you can specifically do that will improve your health or tear your health apart? Can I see your hand, all right? Now, in other words, you're saying that your health has something to do with your happiness and you can do something about your health. Isn't that what you're saying? Don't want to put words in your mouth because that ain't sanitary. But that's really what you're saying, is it not? Okay. So there is something you do. Now, how many of you believe that uh, your prosperity has anything at all to do with your health? Now, I'm not talking about getting filthy rich, but I'm talking about at least having the necessities where you can have a degree of assurance that if you have a blowout, you can still get a new tire and go on uh, with your life. Does your prosperity uh, have anything at all to do with how happy you are? Can I see your hands? All right. Our life gets out of balance when we carry a full academic load and we've got to work full time as well. A natural disaster can throw our life out of balance. Those things just happen. If your company is downsizing and that eliminates you or it goes bankrupt and you're out of job, then that will, you know, kind of throw your life out of balance. But since the procedures are in your manual, which comes with this program, I'll deal with the steps quickly that we're going to be covering. Now, let me tell you this. The bad news is to put together a goals program. It's going to take you 10 hours or more to organize your program thoroughly. That's about 10% of the time it takes to plan a wedding. But we're talking about planning your life. A lot of times when I tell people, 10 hours to prepare, they say, oh, I don't have 10 hours. Did it ever occur to you that the reason you don't have 10 hours is you don't have a goals program? Does that make any sense, uh, folks? The answer is still yes, isn't it? Okay, I'll help you with the tough ones. Now, uh, here's the good news. The good news is you will find 
between four and ten extra hours a week as a direct result of investing the ten and spending about 15 minutes a day from there on end. See, so much time slips through your fingers because as a general rule, as you've already discovered, people with nothing to do want to do it with you. How many of you, you know, (laughs) have noticed that, all right? Now, here's some more good news. When you learn to set one goal, you can set any goal because the formula is the same regardless of them. So let's take a fast look, and I'm going to zip through this because I want, to, want you to understand you're getting all of these printed instructions in your manuals, and it's in the performance planner, and it's in my book over the top, but I'm still in a sales mode. I want to sell you on these ideas, all right? Step number one is you print, and you've got a dream sheet in your performance planner and in your manual. On your dream sheet, you plant everything you want to be, do, or have. Now... Let me tell you something. A lot of people say, oh boy, it'd take 10 dream sheets for me to do all of that. And it'd take me two days just to do that. Trust me when I say it will take you roughly an hour to do that. Then what you do is you wait 24 to 48 hours and you ask yourself now, why do I want to be, do, or have this? And if you can't answer that one in one sentence or less, then it is not a legitimate goal at that point and you need to cut it off at that point. Then you need to ask yourself five questions, and they're so enormously important. Is this really my goal? Or am I doing this because uh, my granddad told me this is what I ought to do? Do I want to go to that college because that jerk down the street is there? Or do I want to get that new car because that individual has it? Well, that is, uh, you know, really not a legitimate reason. Is it really my goal? And second... Is it morally right and fair to everyone concerned? Folks, it's just one of those laws of life. You cannot take advantage of and abuse others and climb to the top over those bodies. You can really have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Is this, third question, is it consistent with my other goals? Now that's important. You might be heading for number one salesperson in the whole world, and on December the 22nd, somebody invites you to go on a two-week skiing trip. Now, the skiing trip would be fun, but is that going to be consistent with being number one? Or wouldn't it be wise to wait until January 2nd to take that trip? Is it consistent? Is it going to take me to those major goals? Can I emotionally commit myself to reach this goal? Now, I say emotionally, people say, well, you know, I'm logical, In a pig's eye, you are. (laughs) How many of you saw the movie E.T.? How many of you cried? (laughs) I wasn't even a person. Yeah, you're logical, all right. Yeah, you sure are. We make emotional uh, decisions. Can I see myself reaching this goal? And then number four, ask if I reach all of these objectives, will my life be in balance? And finally, categorize your goals. Short goals are one month. Intermediate goals are a year or less and long range over a year. In other words, it's longer than that. Now remember, 
Some goals must be big. We talked about that earlier. Some goals must be long range. Some goals must be small and daily. Some goals must be ongoing. And some goals must be as a result of consultation. Most goals must be specific. We need to keep reminding ourselves of those things. Otherwise, we might have everything that's going to happen five years from today and nothing today. Or we might just be planning for today and forgetting about what's going to happen five years. We need to answer those questions. Now, step six, seven, and eight, the script is in your manual, your performance planner, and over the top, so I'm not going to be reading that. But there are specific examples you can follow, regardless of the objective, whether it's uh, raising positive kids, getting a better education, buying a new car, becoming number one salesperson, losing 37 pounds, getting significant raise, acquiring a new home, being a better mate or parent, And let me say this, the formula is the same. If I were to ask you what five times five were, you'd be offended. But if I ask you what 3,268 times 1,471 were, I said, give me an answer right now, you'd probably say, what are you talking about? But I give you a pen and paper and say, figured out, you wouldn't have any trouble because you know the formula. When you learn the formula for setting one goal, you will know the formula for all the goals. Okay, as always, incredibly wise words from Zig, from your dad, Tom. Well, a couple of things I want to pull out from that. I mean, one is as he talks. Now, again, he was in front of a live audience who was there talking about goals. So he could readily make that assumption that everybody there had goals on mind. But as this is going to be heard on our podcast and our show by a lot of people, I know that the truth is there's a lot that don't have specific goals conceptualized out. They may not even have, you know, desires. Um, I, I, I hope that, that most people do have some desires, some things that, you know, would be nice if they came to pass, they, things they'd like to do. But how often is that desire fully committed to and planned out in a Goal, And I think that's just a relevant thing that most people have desires, but have they actually committed those to goals? And Tom, I, I feel like to some degree, I hear less and less of that from the culture, you know, even friends and family that have specific things that they're really going after. Is that, I mean, do you find a similar thing? Yeah. And you know, Kevin, when I'm, when I'm out uh, speaking with CEOs and companies and groups of business owners and business people, one of the frustrating things that leadership has is that they don't know how to inspire or encourage people if they don't have a goal or a dream that they want to accomplish. And of course I turn the tables back and I say, well, have you asked them about their dreams? And of course nobody raises their hand because for some reason in a work environment, that's taboo. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my feeling is, is that what we're doing right now should take be taking us closer to our dream and the question is is what's our dream dad said this i love this quote dave ramsey requotes this quote all the time and gives dad credit for it but this is the quote if you aim at nothing you will hit it every time yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, and i love that one well well going back just to the clip and he talked about goals and he's and and he said you know goals take us from survival to stability, stability to success, 
and success to significance. And I even thought about that and thought, is that something, how many people out there, even listening now, have the thought in mind to be significant? I mean, we watch people, you know, we, we are a culture that watches a lot of stuff on screens of people doing significant things, but do we desire and really conceptualize significance? If so, obviously that puts a big, what, a calling on us? Yeah, absolutely. And when you look at the areas that Dad talked about in the clip, the, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, the financial, the social, the personal, if we have goals in each one of those and we start achieving those goals, it means at the end of the day, we're going to be in better health. We're going to be in a better financial situation. Our mental wellness is going to be at the top of our game because, you know, we're learning and we're putting the good positive stuff in. Spiritually, we're going to know where we're going. We're going to have peace of mind. And you see, as a personal side, that's that's success. But significance comes when we're able to transfer what we've learned and who we are. And then we have a brother, a sister, a family member, a friend, somebody we love, a spouse who's going through the trials of life and they need help. And so because we've achieved some things and developed ourselves in a certain way, we can reach over and put our arm around them, hold them up for a minute, carry their load for a while. And that's when we transcend from success to significance because significance is when we help someone else be, do, or have more than they thought possible. And so if you're going to, you know, if you're thinking, should I do a goal? Maybe, maybe not. Hey, if you've got kids, if you're married, if you've got a family that counts on you or friends, you should be setting goals, not just for yourself, but because of the good that will come from it. Dad said this. He said, what you be, the, the goal that you achieve isn't nearly as important as the person you become on the journey. And so goal achievers just turn into and develop into the kind of person who knows that the dream is within reach and hope is around the corner. I just got to keep going. And I might as well bring my friends and family with me. Okay. So, so let me ask you this. So on one hand, we're talking about, you know, do you have desires, hoping that you have some desires and what it takes to actually walk them out, which is making them a goal, committing to them, having an action plan. And like he says in the clip, it, there's a formula in essence, so you can walk those out. Okay. So that's one piece of it, but I, I want to jump back again, though, to those people who may hear this and say, gosh, okay, I hear that. That makes sense. I'm not really even clear on what desires I really have on what, what desires are true, which going back to what Ziggler is all about, my thoughts are, and, and I want, I want your feedback on this. Is that where that's the point of getting inspired? getting inspired and getting motivated so that you clarify some desires that you can turn into goals. Right. And, you know, and it starts with hope. And, you know, the question that that comes back in my head every time is somebody's like, well, I don't know what inspires me. I don't know what I want. I'm not sure which direction I want to go in. A lot of times that's just another word for I'm kind of hopeless. You know, I'm just kind of a pinball in the pinball machine of life. You know, I'm just getting bounced around by circumstances. And so let's talk about hope for a second. Imagine, if you will, this question in your own life. Is there anything you can do in your personal family or business life that would make things worse right now? Could you could you cut off your finger? Could you yell at your boss? Could you, you know, you know, not return any calls for a week? Absolutely. There's something you could do that would make things worse. Well, then look at the other side. Is there anything you can do to make things better? Could you get to work a little early? Could you leave your spouse a love note? 
you know, could you go out for a brisk walk and just get some energy? Yes, there are things you can do that'll make your life better. Well, you see, without even realizing it, you've said to yourself, you have the power to make things better or worse, and the choice is yours. You just got to take action on it. And so now we're saying, okay, where's the inspiration coming from? I want you to take action on this. Why don't you set aside a couple of hours on the weekend, maybe early in the morning, late in the evening, and just dream for a minute? Think back to when you were 10 years old. What did you want to be? You know, think about the times in your life when your heart just came alive. Was it outside? Was it inside? Was it with friends? Was it by yourself? Was it working with numbers? Was it working with people? What is it that you just feel that, right? Did you ever want to go on a trip around the world? Did you ever, and, and, and did you want to run a marathon? The crazy stuff, doesn't matter. Write all that stuff down and then start thinking about it. Wow, you have the power to get one step closer to any of those if you choose to do that. People ask all the time, I, I don't know my purpose. And I got this from Joel Bogus. He's, he's, a, he's a good friend, and this is just simple wisdom. He said, don't get hung up on trying to find your purpose. A lot of uh, people, especially of faith, they don't want to claim their purpose because, oh, my gosh, what if you're wrong, <laughs> right? Yeah. He said, instead, focus on your passion. Well, what's my passion? Well, that's where people get confused. What is my passion? Well, there's three ways you can find your passion. Number one, what is it that we just talked about? What makes your heart sing when you do it? Number two, what problems do friends of yours just naturally bring you? Okay. And the reason they're bringing them to you is that's your gift. Yeah. Are they people problems, business problems, relationship? What are they? And the third is in your life, and if you've been around a few years, you've had this happen. You've been knocked down. You had to go through a trial. When you've made it through that journey, through that hard spot in your life, and generally when you find the intersection of your passion, what makes your heart sing, and what did you learn out of your biggest trial, when you, when you find that intersection, the problems that people bring you, the, the things that you love to do, and what you learn through that discovery process, that's where your passion's going to be. And when you combine that with dreams and achieving those dreams, it opens up a whole new door. Well, you said something also, Tom, a minute ago in reference to, I think it was, you know, a destination even I thought, and I know this has been said by other people, but that we spend more time, you know, planning a vacation than we do planning our life. But even beyond that, we often, people think, okay, this year I'm going to do something. I've got two week vacation or I've got spring break for my kids or whatever. And they sit back and they dream, where do we want to go? Where can we uh, what is it that calls to us? Is it a beach vacation? Do we want to go to a lake? Do we want to go to an amusement park? Do we want to go overseas? Do we want to, that we're, you're so much talking about that to sit back. How often do we, as a people do that, sit back and go where we, we know that term, where do I want to be in whatever a year from now? Uh, this is, we're coming up on the new year. So a lot of times I like to think, okay, is it, where do you want to be a year from now? And even more so, is there anything that's a part of your life that is not, acceptable for it to be the same, you know, a year from now, but where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you want to be three years from now? Another question though, that I really like to put, or another frame of reference is who do I want to be? Who do I want to be three years from now? And then what's it going to take? So that part of it, a dreaming of what's that destination, 
Once we have that, then that's where we can dive into, okay, how do we walk it out? Which again is, is what your dad was talking about in this clip with the, in, in essence, in, from a material standpoint, it's a performance planner. Uh, you, you got, you know, that, that's at Ziegler.com performance planner. And then it's, uh, is also in uh, see you at the top. And we'll talk in just a second again about some packages that we have for folks with that, but just in that aspect, yeah, of sitting back, you talk about, you know, that term uh, dreaming and it seems like people have certain, what terminology speaks to them? Is it goal planning? Is it sitting back and dreaming? Is it, who do you want to be? Where, where do you want to be from now? But just doing that, is there any specific tool? And I'm putting you on the spot here. We didn't talk about this beforehand, but just as far as that, about anything people can walk through for uh, conceptualizing some of those aspects of dreams, passions, yeah. where they want to be. Yeah. Our, actually our performance planner, which you already talked about is perfect because we have 20 pages of guidelines and questions and instructions on how to take a dream and move it all the way into a goal. There's questions you got to ask, there's filters you got to put it through. And it's, it's a powerful thing when you say, okay, here are my hundred dreams that turn into 50 goals that turn into five things I'm going to take action on. Because how do you start? Which one do you pick first? Where, you know, is it the long range one? Is it the short range one? Is it the, you know, is it that pipe dream that's so far out there I can't even see it? How do I get there? How do I take the steps? It covers all of that. But, you know, one of my good friends, his name is Paul Sullivan. He and his wife, Karen, every year they do something really cool. The beginning of the year, they take a long weekend and they each write a list of everything they want to be, do and have. Places they want to go, do they want to do a marathon, do they want to do rock climbing, what city do they want to visit, you know, business, everything. And then they compare the lists and they create this master list and they always have a hundred. So what they do is every year they get out the old list and they check off the ones that they did. And then they compare it to the new list and they see the ones they're adding on and which ones are the same. But here's the best part about it is because they do it together, when Paul's traveling, he's always thinking about Karen's dreams. Hmm. And so he'll say, hey, I've got a chance for a business meeting. We're going up to Alaska for it. I know your dreams to go to Alaska. You come with me, right? It's as simple as that. So with our kids, with our mate, with people we love, maybe there's a chance to dream with somebody who's kind of in the inner circle. Yeah. And we share those things. And now you've got a partner who's out there saying, I'm going to help you get your dream. You help me get mine, right? We're going to do this together. How much more fun is that? Well, okay. So I want to talk, I want to real quick, we're going to do some shameless self-promotion and tell them about these uh, new year's packages that we have. But then if it's okay, Tom, I want to ask a couple questions about what you started off the show telling us about uh, just with your own health and wellness goals right now. Because I know that you had a significant time period in your life that you went after that, and now you kind of you know, fell away from it a bit. Now you're coming back and addressing it. And just to hear some of the impetus of what was the motivation and inspiration for you, even right now, what's your vision of where you want to get to and why? Um, so real quick, though, before that, Ziggler.com forward slash Goal Summit 2015. There's a couple packages, a personal package and a professional package that we've got offer there, but these are different than just products. Now, I don't know if you've done this before, Tom, but I haven't, I, I missed it. Uh, if you did, cause you're actually joining people in this process. Tell everybody about that. Yeah. So what we're doing is we've packaged some great foundational materials, whether you're personally interested or professionally, uh, 
CDs and books and things like that to help you grow and develop on your own in a self-study. And then we've combined webcasts with it. So myself, Brian Flanagan, and possibly others on the Ziegler team are going to come on and we're going to do a live webcast. So if you're able to attend this webcast live, you'll be able to send in questions. We'll answer them right there on the air. So I'm going to be doing a webcast on things like goal setting, attitude, relationships, and leadership. Brian's going to be doing them on sales and presentation skills. So if you have a specific question like, I'm going to go do a presentation to a board room, how do I, you know, what what's the best way to open that meeting up? Brian will be there to answer a question like that. So it's not just a package where you're on your own. It's a package and webcast that you can attend live and ask questions on. And even if you miss one of the webcasts, that's okay. We record them and we'll be sending you the link so you can get them later. So it's more of an interactive program that gives you the best and even if you're going to miss a webcast, send the question in advance, and we will do our best to answer those during that webcast that we do. Well, and that's what I love. I mean, in all honesty, I'm a big fan, obviously, of coaching, consulting, personal trainers, I mean, anything in that realm. And I feel like for these packages, it's it's worth the price of admission, as they would say, just to get a personal question answered by you or Brian or one of the other folks as well. Um, but three things I like about this. I like the accountability of having to show up. It's kind of like a personal trainer. One of my good friends, uh, he says, you know, about the only thing that actually gets him out of bed to go to the health clubs, he's paid a personal trainer who's sitting there waiting for him. Uh, and so I love the accountability of that, which you're going to provide. I, that's why I like these live webcasts that people can participate in and need to, you know, need to show up to one. I, I like that there is an investment too. We don't, we, we value what we invest in. So there obviously is an investment, but then there's also other people. So there's a finite amount of people who are going to take advantage of this and have that group. And I know we're going to let, uh, let some of those folks into a private Facebook page where they can interact with each other. And obviously there in the chat room, while you're doing webcasts, they can comment, but there's another group of kindred spirits in that those three things talk about making new year's resolutions that stick, uh, I think are, are incredibly significant. So again, Ziggler.com forward slash goal summit, 2015. And I think, uh, if I've got it right, Tom, the first webcast, January 6th. Yeah. Starting okay. off fast. Okay. So, um, that's something that people want to take advantage of. Okay. So there we go. So, some, some promotion there from us. Cause we are into sales. And like I said, even if you come in a little late or miss that webcast, you can you can get the replay. So yes, 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 yeah. I love the live part and accountability, but of course, if you happen to miss one, you will get the recording. So real quick, as we wrap up, tell us just where did the where did you what brought you to the point of going? Okay, time to commit and make something happen. And what's your what's your vision? What's your goal? Okay, so here's the deal. My whole life uh, up until about eight years ago. I was anywhere from 40 to 80 pounds overweight. And so eight years ago, I kind of went on this journey and I said, you know what? Uh, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know a lot of people say that. So I decided to only eat what I call pure and simple food, which means food that's made, that's, you know, that's prepared the way God made it. No processing, no preservatives, none of that stuff. And in that first year, I lost 80 pounds. Wow which was about 15 or 20 pounds too much. So I set a goal to gain that back. That was a much easier goal, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. But man, that, that's gargantuan. Anybody who's lost weight, I mean, to lose 10 pounds, to lose 80, that's, that's a, a huge endeavor. 
And so pretty much for uh, at least two years, I didn't deviate from that. I stuck with that. And then after that time, I would have some things that were processed, uh, like I would have, uh, you know, corn chip, you know, Texas is Mexican food capital. Of the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. It is everywhere. It's unbelievable. And so I, I learned how to eat really, really bitter, dark chocolate on this, on this, you know, process, which is awesome. You know, that 80% cocoa, mm. and, you know, and so once you kind of, you, you move through life and, and you, and you make a few exceptions and I got down to 60% or whatever, I mean, still mainly the healthy stuff, but anyway, I still like to eat a lot of food. So I picked up a few pounds. I, I, Probably after I added back the weight that I didn't mean to, I added another 15 pounds. And so I'm about 15 to 20 pounds more than I want to be. And, you know, dad went through a hard time when he passed away. He was dealing with Alzheimer's. Two years ago, I went gluten free. And that's been a help. Uh, I don't eat bread at all anymore. Uh, anything that has wheat in it, I don't eat it. So I, I'm kind of a nut when it comes to just sticking to things. But, Things that are gluten-free are not necessarily healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and of course, you know, when you're not having bread, that means you can have more, you know, toast, you know, you know, chips with your hot sauce, right? right. Oh, of course. And so I got this report. I think I mentioned it earlier. It's contributing factors to Alzheimer's, and they did this study on ten Alzheimer's people who had taken this special diet. Nine of them reversed their symptoms. And so my passion, my desire right now is really 2015 is the year that I'm, I'm just going to eat pure and simple again. No processing, no preservatives. I'm going to stay gluten-free. And as much as possible, any meat that I eat is going to be either grass-fed or well-caught fish. And I'm doing it not to weigh a certain weight. I really haven't worried too much about what I weigh. It's more about being healthy. And it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging because I travel a lot. So we'll see how well I go. The good news is I love vegetables. I love salads. Uh, if I can pretty much get full on anything, so you know I've been on this juice diet. I'm halfway through now, and it's it's awesome. And uh, I feel great. For those of you who haven't done one, I mean, watch that video I did. Uh, uh, sick. Let's see. Uh, fat, sick, and nearly dead, or something like that. Just a just a great documentary. It'll yes. inspire you. You can get it for free out there. It is. That's awesome. Well, I just love to hear the the real story, the real uh, the, the real world of walking out a goal. What the what that is. I like that you're you had a long term vision. Even that that it's not for a specific weight. It's a lifestyle change for a worthy goal that you see out there, which is yeah, not not having uh, dementia, not sliding into a nursing home at age sixty, which none of us plan to do, but we don't plan <laughs> not to. Uh, so, uh, man, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And you do look great, by the way, you look vibrant and alive. So I'm, I'm digging it. Well, Hey, there you go. So folks, if you want to join Tom, uh, Ziggler.com forward slash goal summit, 2015 in walking out your goals. And for a lot of you, again, you heard that the performance planner, which is part of one of those packages, I believe is, uh, not only for walking those goals out, but helping you figure out what are your desires to begin with. And so I know that that's, I know that song, Tom, thanks. Always a blast to do this with you. Uh, we'll get this uploaded for the podcast so it can reach everybody and hopefully help them on their way to achieving some significant goals in their life. Have a great rest of the day, brother. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the Ziggler show. Sign up for new show alerts at ZigglerShow.com. 
you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want.